All right. It's uh, episode one of Had Enough's Hip Hop Hour with uh, We Are Tulsa Music Radio. I'm Had Enough. It's 1.45 a.m. on a Saturday night. I got Bradley Eugene in here. Yeah, yeah. Nah, what's up? All right, uh, let's get started. Um, all right, tell the people about you. What What's up? Music? I'm Bradley Eugene, man. I'll be dropping them motherfucking bangers, man. I got a single dropping on the 5th of every month through 2020, so you might want to fucking be up to date with that shit. That's me. What to do? All right. Uh, let's talk about social media. Talk about what social media apps do you use the most? Man, I use Facebook, and I'm really trying to get over that. But uh, Facebook is just what I think is known throughout Oklahoma. But through the world, it's mostly like Twitter and Instagram. So I'm trying to migrate over to that shit. You know what I'm saying? All right. On. Um, what about Snapchat? Do you use that for music or just personal stuff? No, nah, that's just personal. All that's right. where I get bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, man. If you try to get a bitch that has a man, get her on Snap. Don't get her number. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of that, uh, talk about your single, Enjoy. My single, Enjoy. Man, that's my uh, most popular song. Uh, listened to mostly in Germany, which is fucking lit to me. I have a video dropping soon uh, to enjoy, so be on the lookout for that. But I, I love that song, man. That song was really just about, you know, letting the feelings of my freakery out, you know. Gotta let, gotta let them know. Where, where did you get the idea for that song? Uh, fucking a stripper. <laughs> I was like, I enjoy this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Um, so what about what about like uh, when it comes to like structuring a song? Like when it comes to coming up with a chorus and and stuff like that. Like what what inspires you? Like like from just from scratch? Like how do you come up with something? Okay, like, so that's for a that, hook. That's different. A lot of times I will go through beats and. Um, I gotta stay productive all the time. So sometimes I'll sit there and I'll listen to beats and I'll, I'll harmonize. I'll, I'll ha- you know, like harmonize. I'll come up with little patterns. Uh, sometimes it'll be just a word I repeat. And then other times I already have the idea of the song ready and I'm like, okay, I gotta find something that fits this idea. But a lot of times, man, it's just I, I stay in the studio and I just grind them out. So. Oh, nice. Okay, and you make a lot of your own beats, right? I make, I make a, yeah, I make quite a few now. Yeah, I didn't used to, but I've been been working on that as well. So yeah, a lot of them now I'm coming up in. What uh, what made you want to make your own beats? Um, ever since I started, man, it's when when I started coming out, uh, really wanting to do stuff. It was hard to find people to record me. It was hard to find people to do really anything that I needed done as far as graphics, pictures, all that stuff. So I started doing it all myself, and the more that I learned how to do, the easier it got for me because I could just do it. Like I didn't have to be that person that waited on anybody, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with beats. So now I want to learn how to make beats so I can do it for myself if I can't find a beat or nobody wants to help me out in that section. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I kind of um, I remember when I first started, I tried to make my own beats. I had like a keyboard that just had like a button where you could use like a drum loop, right, or something like that. And um, I think the only beat that I ever made, <clears throat> I think that was even halfway decent, I basically got the idea from Lollipop from Little Wayne, uh, a friend of mine who could basically, basically play anything on piano or guitar, right. told me which notes they were, and then what I did is I just played them backwards. 
backwards. That's yeah. lit. Did and it come then, out dope? Yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was, uh, but I remember I had to, well, just thinking back, like it got to a point where I just knew that the beat making wasn't really, uh, you know, my biggest skill. So then I started looking for beats from other people and then it got a little easier. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think a lot of that was probably, and that probably was a lack of patience see, because that, I had to be patient with myself. Right. So, right. I mean, see, that's what kind of what it was for me too. Like, I started a long time ago. I got a beat machine, ended up not ever really fucking with it after a while, and then I ended up downloading Fruity Loops, fucked with it for a while, then stopped, and then got it again, and then I started fucking with it again, and I don't even really have a MIDI keyboard. You can just play them on the keys now, which is crazy. Did you yeah. know you can do that? It's just the keys yeah. on your fucking... It's weird. It's crazy. And yeah. You just make all kinds of melodies. <clears throat> That's crazy. Um... So uh, talk about um, day one. Day one. Yeah, for me, music, for music. Like, uh, how did you get into it? What made you want to do it? And then just like from starters, like um, uh, like your first studio experience, your first show. You know, just from you know day one. All right. I don't really have. I don't really remember my very first show. I can tell you my very first rap like not my very first rap like all the way through but I can remember the first time I rapped <clears throat> I went to uh, McKinley Elementary I was probably in the third fourth grade maybe fifth whatever I, I can't remember the exact grade but all the kids used to stand around and they used to rap rap songs and now that I think back they were rapping actual rap songs right mm -hmm. but I used to think they was freestyling so I was like man I gotta get as good as these guys so um, one day I'm standing around them, and then they were like, somebody pointed me out. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to bitch out now, you know, this yeah. little kid. And I'm like, so I'm like, yo, I'm a G. I'll pop you in the knee, you know what I'm saying, type of shit. And then that's where really I was like, okay, so I want to do this. Um, and then my first show, uh, I actually had a group with my cousins. It was called DOA, Dead on Arrival. And there was three of us, my cousin James, my cousin Jeff, me. We went to a show. This the the set disc didn't work, so they left the show, and I was like, "Nah, I'm still gonna perform tonight." So I found a way to get some beats. I got some beats, and then I just freestyled the whole night, and people actually liked it. And so I started getting shows from then on, and that was when I was probably about fourteen, fifteen, and that's a way way far ago story. Mm -hmm. But yeah, getting more professional in the game is a lot different than all of that shit but that was just me when i was kind of figuring out that that's who i was right right and you went by a different name remember yeah uh frostbite yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um talk about any big names that you've done shows with um i've done i've done a lot of big shows especially under under uh frostbite um under the name bradley eugene i haven't done as many I've done shows with people such as Lil Scrappy, Hobson, fucking Twisted Insane, those under the name Frostbite. Under the name Bradley Eugene, um, I, re I really haven't done too many under the name Bradley Eugene, and that's crazy, but yeah. Well, we're about to change that, so. Yep. With the new the new announcements coming out, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so, um, so outside of music... Like, um, like what's something uh, outside of music that you're, like, super into? To be honest, right now, I'm trying to learn French and Spanish. 
Um, and I, I watch a lot of shows too. I get I get on the streaming services and shit. Mm-hmm. I got Hulu, I got uh, YouTube TV, and I got Netflix. So uh, I like The Mandalorian. I fucks with the show Lucifer. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker reminds me of me, and it's kind of scary. <laughs> have you seen Lucifer, bro? I have. Yeah. Yeah, shit is dope, right? Uh-huh. Bro, hey, what what do you think about that girl, uh, that chick Eve? Yeah. See, in season four, Eve. Uh huh. That's Bay. I swear to God, <laughs> she's so sweet and cute. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> For real. Uh, but I'm into that show, Lucifer. I'm into. Uh, Actually, uh, Game of Thrones was tight. I fuck with mm-hmm. that. Remember, you know, you remember Dez, right? Young Dez. Yeah. He got me into that shit. Yeah, he got me into I it too. Like, I was like, I haven't watched the entire thing. I, I, I've seen, I've seen an episode here, bits and pieces, but uh, I know I'm going to take a weekend and I'm just going to binge watch Game of Thrones. Um, should, should. So yeah, it's fucking fantastic, and everybody was hating on the ending. There's one part about the ending I didn't like, but yeah. for the most part, the ending was fucking lit to me. Yeah, I loved that shit. Yeah, like, I thought it was lit. I'm inter- I'm interested to yeah, watch it and. Uh, I did. I didn't want to see. I don't want to give you no spoilers, but I yeah. did not want to see that person die though. I've heard about that. I've heard like there's a lot of characters that. Uh, excuse me. There's a lot of characters that um, they kind of build the audience to to really like grasp and and like. And then as the show goes on, a couple of them die. So, oh, I heard it's they, very... they are not shy about killing off nobody. Yeah, swear to God, <laughs> they are not shy. The same like The Walking Dead, though. Mm-hmm. Same like The Walking Dead. Yeah. They kill all the fucking best characters off. Yeah, one of my favorite characters in The Walking Dead. You're you're up to date with Walking Dead, right? I don't want to spoil. Um, I'll be honest. I gave up on Walking Dead about a year ago. So you are I up just, to? Yeah, I just. Well, I, so you did. I see was this... into it from beginning and then just after a while I just I was just kind of like we're we're still stranded out here yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like I was just like how long is this gonna last so yeah I mean okay I think what I'm talking about is about season four or five so you've probably seen it you you remember the blonde hair girl that originally started out in the house with Maggie yeah I don't remember her name now right she was one of my favorite characters and I don't know why she connected with Daryl I think as yeah. well because Daryl is like the coolest character uh-huh. and then they killed her fucking ass off like yeah. they gave her this big build up story just to die and I'm like uh-huh. what the fuck that's some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> alright so other than that um, what about the Netflix original movies have you watched any of those I watched uh, what's that what's that uh, uh, it's not called Beats is it? Is it called Beats have you seen it? No. It's got the dude who makes the beats. I don't want to say it's called Beats. Yeah. That fucking movie's dope. It's a Netflix original. Okay. Uh, Netflix original. Uh, it's about this dude who makes beats, and he goes through all this shit. It kind of looks like a young fucking Biggie. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? I've heard of it, yeah. He doesn't rap. He doesn't rap or anything. It Somebody gets yeah. killed. He doesn't, doesn't ever leave the house, so he gets mm-hmm. really good at making beats. Then he meets this manager guy. Yeah. And then the manager guy fucking somehow gets him to almost get famous and then almost signs him a shitty deal, but then he burns the deal and then they make up later, blah, blah, blah. But it was actually a really good movie. Nice. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm almost done with uh, Don't Fuck With Cats. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't seen that. It's fucking crazy. It's it's based on a, apparently it's based on a true story. It's uh, about, um, about, um, this woman who finds uh, a random video on YouTube and it's some weird dude who's basically like murdering cats 
<laughs> and then the he become goes viral, and then a a big Facebook group starts. A bunch of people who are like, "This is fucked up. This dude's, we're gonna find this dude." Like they either want to lock him up or they want to murder him, and and all that. So they become obsessed with finding out who this guy is, and then right. as they finally get close to finding out who it is, it's just like mind blowing. It's um, so this I'm trying to think. There was another Netflix. So it's a documentary, basically. But right. uh, there's another one um, that's pretty crazy called, I think, Abducted in Plain Sight. Fuck. Have you seen that? That sounds crazy. No. It's, I thought it was about aliens, and it's actually about a family friend who ends up who ends up uh, kidnapping and having a, like, a really, like, having the sex life with their, like, 17-year-old daughter. Whoa. And then he ends up seducing the, the, the father and then the mother and all that and then it's he basically just manipulates this entire family <laughs> it's, it's how crazy. it goes and it's weird because it became huge it was i saw tons of blogs on facebook over it people are talking about it and people are try, were basically wanting to believe this was like made up but then finding out these were this was like a real thing that happened these were real people this was a true story yeah like they wow. actually interviewed people and it was it was just kind of like <laughs> You know, you're sitting. You find the most crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's I. I saw it. And I think, oh, this must this must be about aliens. And it's like, and I'm like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> you do. You find the most twisted yeah. shit. I swear there's to God. a there's a dark side of Netflix. If you go, you'll find some pretty what crazy was that, shit. What was that movie the other day when I was messaging you? Uh-huh. And I think I was working on something. I said, hey, uh-huh. I, need, I need like a little horror movie. What what was that movie? Oh, um, give me a second. It's a French movie. Uh, I think it's either I think it's French. I, wa- I watched. No, the- I think it's German. If I'm not, <sighs> I don't remember what what it was. Man, it's uh, a it's a high tension. High tension. Yeah. yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. No, I, I didn't watch the full movie, but I looked up some fucking scenes. Yeah. And this dude was in the truck with the head. <laughs> yeah. Getting head by the head. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker getting head by a head, bro. It's the most. Fucked up shit. There's, there's a, I guess, I guess what we're talking about (laughs) fucked up horror movies. Uh, there's one I'll never get out of my head. There's, um, head. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's some, um, it's a Korean movie. And when it comes to like Korean horror, like they're, they literally probably make the best of it. Like there's, I told everybody like there's, uh, there's Italy, like Mm -hmm. Italian horror films to me is the best. Really? Um, especially now. Like, Italy's making, has made really good horror films. Uh, it's like Italy. Italy's uh, a dark place, though. Yeah. They don't tell you that, but it is. Yeah. France has done really well uh, as far as, like, making, like, really, like, grimy horror films. But, um, and then, <clears throat> but Korea, like, uh, Korea has been made some really good ones. Uh, not just horror films, but, like, drama thrillers and stuff like that. Like, yeah. You know, if you don't, if you if you can live with subtitles, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with that because I actually have subtitles even when I watch American movies. Yeah. Because sometimes when people have this conversation, I want to like catch every word, mm-hmm. and and I just I'm just used to reading. So, um, but yeah, there's a Korean film. I can't. Re- it's like Q something. I can't remember what it's called, but there's a scene where they try to like. Um, it's fucking weird, but these two guys and I guess this girl died, and so they're trying to have like necrophilia sex Ooh. with her, and then and then uh, Rekka Mortis kicks in, so his dick gets stuck up inside of her, and so and he's freaking the fuck out. 
<laughs> is like, that a I thing? Can't get Does that down. happen? <laughs> like, is that real? Yeah, and then he freaks out because he knows his rigor mortis means it's, you know, she's stiff because she's dead and stuck. And then he's like freaking the fuck out. He's like, I, I, it's just sick. It's sick because, but I couldn't help laugh at it because this dude's like freaking out. And uh, I was like, okay, well, I guess that's what you get. Man, I don't know. Isn't isn't Korea? They originated the ring. Isn't that where the, the yeah ring yeah came from? That's a crazy movie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, like, like Hollywood um, has tried to has tried. They've remade a few Korean films that were really big, like I think Miss Call, and I'm trying to think of a couple others, and uh, and they failed miserably, miserably. I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking you might need to show me one of the Italian horror films later on. Yeah, I, I didn't know they made horror films like yeah. that. Because you're Italian, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely Italian. Uh, by which side of your family, or all of it? Uh, my mother's mostly. Okay. I got a little bit of my father's side too, but not as much as my mother's. Right. But what um, what traits of Italian do you do you have? Like um, what part? Wait, what parts of like your personality would you think comes from like your you know Italian you know culture? I don't know. I want to slap everybody. I know that. <laughs> okay, so anger. Okay, we got it. No, no, I, no. Well. I mean, I don't know. If, if you know, like, Italians, man, they want to slap everybody. But yeah. I go over to my uncle's side and everything. I like to say cooking, too. I can cook. I really can cook. Um, even if I don't know how to cook it, if, like, you describe it to me, mm-hmm. I can some fucking how figure it the fuck out and cook it. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say um, my attitude, really. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a real go-getter. Uh, I, re- I really want to break your kneecaps if you don't have my money. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that, I guess. Um, I don't know. Um, I think just my chill vibe, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and my hair, definitely my motherfucking yeah. hair. Um, if you really look at, like, gangster rap, like, a lot of that was inspired by, like, Italian, like, mobsters um yeah so they can't tell me shit when i come in the gang yeah (laughs) (laughs) like uh definitely like scarface i mean they'll probably say like he took the name from you know the al pacino movie scarface which is one of my favorite movies but uh when you really look at it that's kind of where a lot i think that's where like a lot of that kind of came from well you know scarface was the very first the original Scarface. yeah yeah was like one of the one of the very first Mm -hmm. gangster movie hollywood gangster movies and it yeah. inspired like literally all the rest. Right. So, like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Al, but Al Pacino, Scarface was actually Cuban. Yeah. But uh-huh. Al Pacino was one of the actors in Hollywood at the time that was full Italian. He's actually yeah. on record for saying that he's like most people that say they're Italian are not full blood. Yeah. But I am. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah you can and tell. I'm not full blood Italian, but. Right. Right. I'm definitely proud of my culture anyway. I want to have a culture I can be proud of, and I'm definitely proud of them. They didn't come over here and bitch out. They was like, yo, look, we're taking over everything. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. So um, uh, talk about 2020, which, well, by the time this airs, it'll be 2020, but pretty early on. Um, 
talk about your plans, your goals, um, how they're, how they're different from like 2019 and the years before, like, uh, what's the, you know, what's the new path? Well, okay, so 2019, I'll get into that because I'm going to start with 2018 and 2017, right, cool. 2016. All, right. All those years, I was just kind of throwing shit at the wall to see if it sticks. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was just like, okay, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that, I'm going to do a mixtape, I'm going to do an album, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And just I just kept trying shit and trying shit and trying shit and trying shit um, and trying to learn shit as well. When 2019 came around, I was like, okay, so I'm going to get into this. And I'm going to learn as much as I can this year, but mm-hmm. at the same time prepare for next year. So mm-hmm. 2020 is coming. Everything that I prepared for in 2019, I'm doing in 2020. I got a song dropping every month. I said this at the beginning. I got a song dropping every month on the 5th. I gotta, I'm trying to have a video drop with every single one of them. Every single one of them might not have a video dropping, but I do have a video dropping with the majority of them too. So... Uh, I'm promoting extra hard this year. I got advertisements running, so you'll probably see those. And it's just this year I really got everything planned out and ready to go at a specific time, date. I just I really put a lot of work and mind power into this shit. So I'm trying to. And so as far as my goals, I want to hit at least three million on YouTube, and I want to get four hundred thousand streams. Nice, nice. On one song. Right on. Uh, let's um let's also talk about uh your videos. Like you've been doing videos for me, which you know is not going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> um, but uh, so so what so what got you into doing videos? Um, was it just to kind of do something else within like the you know within music or um, like uh, what what spawned that? Well, what spawned it was. Um the same thing as the beats thing i really had to start learning to do everything myself so i was like all right well i'm gonna learn how to do videos because every rapper needs videos and then it turns out you can't shoot your own videos and you know what i'm saying you can't be in on both sides of the camera at the same time so so now i shoot your videos and can't really shoot my own unless it's on a tripod and that's why i've been doing green screen shit yeah. <laughs> so she would probably say like the the hardest part about doing videos is that, you know, when it comes down to your stuff, it's yeah. a little challenging. Exactly. Like I can't get the right angles and everything that I can get for you, you know, because I can be the right. one shooting you, but can't be the one shooting me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very challenging in that area. All right. So, um, so with this being, you know, we Tulsa Music Radio, you know, it's also where the uh, Tulsa Music Awards name, you know, originated from. Right. Um, and uh, the third year for Tulsa Music Awards is is on the way. Um, uh, what's been your experience with the awards, just just from just from your, you know, perspective and everything? Well, the very first year I didn't get to make it. Yeah, because I wasn't heavy in the game when, mm-hmm. when it came out by then. Because I was actually restarting. That's when I really was starting the Bradley Eugene mm-hmm. name and everything. And a little bit before that, probably the year before that, is when I started the Bradley Eugene name. But um, when I was really just starting over, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And then um, the first year I didn't make it because I had to work. Then the year after that, leading up to the next one, I was getting back into the game heavy and everything. I met you 
you you got me on some shows and stuff mm -hmm. like that you know what i'm saying and everything led up to i ended up shooting the recap video for the tulsa music awards so this year i'm doing the same thing so with my experience with them it's been great i think it's i think it's dope i think uh -huh. i don't understand why people say the things they say about it yeah. but it's lit to me yeah and uh let's see you did the video last year for the awards like the, yeah, the whole the, promo video yeah the recap yeah the recap yeah. i had a blast shooting mm -hmm. it too yeah i definitely had a blast shooting it there was so mm -hmm. much going on yeah i know i got clips of you in there and clips to yeah. a few other people so yeah yeah um okay so this year and you're actually nominated yeah this, this year, year i'm nominated last yeah. year last year i don't know if i was nominated or not for anything but this yeah. year i'm nominated in three categories uh-huh so vote for me <laughs> all right let them let them know what what categories i got a rapper of the year i got a single of the year for enjoy mm -hmm. and i got uh album of the year for enjoy the album so any of those categories you can vote for vote for me on at tulsamusicawards.com oh yeah talk about the album you put that out not too long ago yeah the album okay it's lit so um what do you want to know about the album <laughs> well just just for anyone that's <laughs> just for anyone that's like interested in checking it out like what would you say is the overall concept of the album and all well, that. the concept of the album is basically just I wanted it to be kind of lit, but at the same time kind of chill. So it's it's right in the middle. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to chill, you can listen to it. If you're trying to get lit, you can listen to it, and it still doesn't change vibes. Like you, oh, nice. I don't want you to yeah. have to change the song, whether you're trying to chill mm -hmm. or get lit. You see right, what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, if you turn up enjoy. Let's, we're gonna use enjoy because it's the most popular song on there. Right, right. If you turn up enjoy really loud, you can turn up to it. You can dance crazy to it. But if you turn it down kind of low, you can fuck to it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> put some candles on. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll talk. Uh, let's talk about your live performance. I'm the best at that. <laughs> That's my favorite. Okay. So you had a thing. I put you on my. Uh, my release show for mood swings uh, a couple years ago and i think that was the first time i saw you do this so you brought a girl on stage and gave a chair and you gave her a lap dance during enjoy yes and um <laughs> there was a time i i think when i took you on tour there was um there was one show that you you took a girl and you had a chair and you did it on you were off stage. You did it on the floor. Yeah. And just brought some random girl in. And, like, she didn't know what the fuck was going on. But then she got real into it, like, once she kind of figured out what was going on. And um, so where, where did you kind of get the idea for that? That bitch licked my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Like, she, bro, I don't know if anybody, rem do you remember? She licked my face. And then I, like, literally looked over and, like, almost like messed up because like I looked over I missed like two or three lines of the song because mm -hmm. I had to look at her like did she just lick my face yeah but I was into it though like I was like damn you just licked my face <laughs> for the, all these people anyway what was your question my bad yeah um no I just want to know where you got the idea was it just something like hey you know fuck it I'm gonna do this and people are gonna love it to do that yeah okay so I was dating this girl she uh -huh. was a stripper and so what ended up happening was we had this uh, bet if I became a stripper and she became a stripper who could make more money 
So I went to this little strip club thing and I stripped for like a day or two. Didn't really feel it. It kind of weirded me out, so I quit. Mm-hmm. But when I went back home, I was kind of showed her the moves and shit, and she was into it. So I was like, cool, if she likes it, I wonder what other girls would like it. Tried it on a couple other girls at parties, and then boom, I was like, fuck it. I'm taking this to the stage, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and really because I was in the I was in the attitude at that time, like, mm-hmm. I got to get noticed. I got to get attention. Yeah. And then when I did it on stage and everybody fucked with it, I was like, I can keep doing this, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. ever since then, I've been trying to think of more things that can really entice right. the crowd. You know, it's got to be a show. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's one of the um, – because I had this conversation um, with a friend of mine. He's a rock musician, and then we were kind of going over the differences because, like, uh, I said, well, you know, you have, like, a full band, and then you have all this musicianship, and then, you know, it's it's us and a DJ, and if we decide to, a hype man. And so – and then, of course, you know, there's – there, there are rappers who have like backup bands like I used to have one and stuff like that right but I feel like it's he said something where he said well I'm actually kind of imp-, he goes it's actually kind of impressive when you have something like like us where it's hey you're an MC and then you have a DJ or something like that or even if it's just you if you don't have one you know you're there's more pressure on you to really perform yeah. because you don't have a you don't have like a great guitar player to do a solo to 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 add to the entertainment it's like all you so yeah. like you really have to like bring something the entire time yeah from start yeah, entire, to yeah. finish it's you all uh-huh. eyes are on you right? yeah so that's kind of so i think ideas such as that you know and it fits you if it's your concept uh, you know what you're doing musically you know so it's not like out of nowhere like it's fitting and so I think uh, it's probably one of the things that maybe a lot of like independent and local rappers that are coming up, you know, I'm not saying that everyone needs to pull up a chair and give a girl, you know, give a girl a lap dance. It's kind of weird if they're talking about, but they're know, missing the theatrics, selling dope or something <laughs> like whatever they, whatever they rap about. And they're like, all right, this song's about selling dope. Just I'm bring just somebody on stage rub. and sell them a bag of dope real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, I, I think uh, just, finding something you know unique like that that's fitting right. is uh you know what what are your ideas as far as um well like your opinion on you know um how as an artist how it should be done like as far as being an artist and 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 forming a career out of it and as far as the marketing goes and just everything together like, how do you think uh, it should be properly done? Like, where do you think other upcoming artists probably have it wrong? Well, I don't want to say where anybody has it wrong because the the most important part about this is there's actually mm-hmm. kind of... It, it kind of hurts my soul saying this, but there's kind of yeah. no wrong way to do it, Yeah. but there's a wrong way to do it. Right. You see what I'm saying? There's, mm-hmm. It's so saturated yeah. that you got to formulate a plan. So yeah. what you need to do is you need to sit down and think, what am I going to do? How am I going to market this? Where's, where am I going to put the money? Where do I expect the money to come back? Do I have my business shit set up? Am I copywritten? Am I, do I have a BMI? Who am I going to distribute through? Right. All of that. Do all of that mm-hmm. before you even get a song ready. Yeah. 
what does having a song matter if you don't know how the fuck you're going to put it out there? Right. Right? So you need to know how you're going to put the song out there, how you're going to market it, how you're going to get your streams, where your plays are going to come from. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you can't, like, guarantee all that immediately. Like, if you're just sitting down and going, okay, how am I going to do this? But you got to figure out how you're going to go find it, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I think you should do it. Alright, cool. Yeah. Um do you uh has there ever been a time where you felt where you looked back and you figured you maybe thought maybe you did it the wrong way? Yeah, like yeah. the past fucking twenty four years. Yeah. <laughs> my, um, my entire life until now, hopefully. Yeah, I still I still kinda punished myself and I remember a time where I had I think I had four grand and actually I, I don't know. I can't. I had money in a couple of different areas, but I probably had somewhere close to five to six grand total just to do with what I wanted. And looking back, and I really threw those money in the wrong areas. Like I did, uh, I, I uh, went through a website to print merch, and there was no way to make a profit because I paid too much. Instead of shopping around, I bought a bunch of beats that I ended up not liking. Yeah. So my look now, I think that now I said, man, I could have invested that into Google Ads. I could have got my YouTube up. Right. I could have, you know. So it just, but at the time, I didn't know about that. You know, I figured yeah. at the time, at that time, I figured, well, you know, you just put, you know, I was delusional. I thought, okay, you just put videos up on YouTube, and eventually you go viral or something like that, or eventually your subscribers go up, which I, I'm still like figuring out YouTube. But uh, exactly. now, but now I, I look more into okay. I could have put that much money into ads and stuff like that. And so make sure you do your research. Yeah, exactly. So, but People. that's like, geez, that was like nine years ago. <laughs> but I look back. <laughs> but um, but there's a part of me that kind of looks at it now, and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of glad I, I didn't really like get things going till probably a few years ago. Just, just because I, I look back and I feel like now nah, I still need a few years to grow artistically, up until I really start to you know get you know that kind of public attention. So, well, I don't you know. know. I know whenever you start getting up there a lot more, yeah. you have a little bit of help, and help mm-hmm. as in like you get to meet with like mm-hmm. vocal coaches and and writing coaches and people yeah. that is like, listen, I can actually help you. This is what I do for a mm-hmm. living. And people try to like fucking frown on that shit, but yeah. fuck you. Like, if they're gonna make me better, why would I trip? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't want a ghostwriter, but I want somebody to be like, mm-hmm. hey, your writing technique could be improved by blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. like fucking lit, right? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, I think a lot of it's pride. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sometimes for for um, especially now because everybody wants to do everything you can have pride yeah. but who taught you to count your fucking right. third grade teacher shut the fuck up <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah so you all, no I feel like you should you can it's never it's never a bad thing to like learn from other people yeah for sure I mean that's that's what life is about everybody's yeah. a teacher or everybody's a student one or the other you know what I'm saying not one or the other, actually. It's vice versa. Like, I'm your teacher, and I'm your student. You're my teacher, and you're my student. Mm-hmm. Like, we learn from each other. That's like every human connection on Earth. That's what the fucking meaning is. Like, right. Everybody learns from each other, and everybody teaches each other. Mm-hmm. It's just how it goes. Get with the program. Yeah. 
So, um, so I took you on tour uh, last year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah if you remember yeah. that, um, did you tour before? Yeah, I toured. I toured once when I was younger. Uh, oh 16. yeah. Um, we went. We went a. We went a few places. We didn't. It was. They had a bus. That was a good thing. Oh, nice. But um, I I was only on the tour for probably about a month. Uh huh. So we went. We went a couple places. We did a lot of things. We ended up doing. Um, we did Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it was Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. We did uh, Des Moines, Iowa, which actually did Des Moines, Iowa with you two. Yeah. Um. Actually, met Tech Nine on that tour. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I was. It was like fucking probably five minutes. Shook his hand. Whatever. Yeah. That's the first time I met Hobson too. Was on that tour because he was doing the show with Tech Nine. I just happened to be in that city at the time and we stopped through that show. Oh, nice. So it was really cool. Uh, and that's when I met both of them. But yeah, so yeah, I did that tour. Um, and then I did a tour with you. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've done two tours with you. So that that's makes right. three in total. Yeah. <clears throat> um, talk about your favorite uh, tour stories. Like probably what like, was the most fun. <laughs> I don't, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This is this is funny for this is funny to me. Okay. I don't know if this is funny to everybody. Yeah. This is a you story actually on tour. Okay. So we I'm up in the room and I'm just chilling and fucking Savia's taking forever to get ready as usual. <laughs> he in the yeah. bathroom or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh we're message uh I'm I'm messaging you and you're like I'm like, bro, we're getting lit or something. I don't remember exactly what the fuck we're talking about. But he said, Bro, come downstairs, it's a bunch of bitches down here. So I was like, Okay, bet, here I go. So I'm on a motherfucking elevator, I come down here. It's a whole motherfucking Indian wedding. <laughs> Motherfuckers are running around here in her jobs. I'm like Whatever the fuck they're called, his jobs, whatever. And I'm like that. I'm like, motherfucker, ain't no bitches down here. <laughs> Motherfuckers making snakes dance. <laughs> oh, I thought it was cool. I thought it was lit. It, it was lit. <laughs> they were down there getting fucked up, sort of guy. But was that a double tree, Dallas, Texas? That was yes, a double tree. Okay. Just for the just for the record, there were there were more females until you came down, so you missed a few. Oh, okay. So. Fucking elevator took too damn long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, All right, that's a funny story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. All right. Uh, two more two more tour stories. Two more tour stories. Yeah. Fuck. Savior passed out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Didn't Texas, what... J&J's Pizza. What, 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 I think you guys pre, no, we pre-gamed. Uh, you I, guys he did. did. I had he... a drive, so you guys pre-gamed at the hotel. Um, and I think I don't know. Maybe Savy just had two. I'm gonna ask him when I interview him about this. See if he remembers it. But I, I yeah, didn't I think... even mean to bring him up twice like that. I'm not trying to throw <laughs> bro into the bus. That's bro. But like he was bro. He was passed out before the show. But then he got unperformed. Though, yeah, he so got it's, all, it's all good. He did. He did. But bro, he's laid the fuck out. <laughs> like he falls out of the chair, bro. <laughs> I don't even think he knows it. He's like in the corner of this place. Yeah. And then he wakes up, and it's like it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Yeah. He wakes up. He's like, "What's up, y'all?" <laughs> Whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> bro, here's a funny thing. Me and my fucking Jaeger are fucking talking to fucking uh, Savior outside the motherfucking. Uh, was it the Double Tree? It was outside in Dallas. It was Denton. That Denton. it happened in Denton. So was we stayed Denton? at. 
If it no, was or Denton, was it Houston? It was the one after. I remember Denton. this very well. <laughs> I remember. No, it was at Jane J's Pizza in Denton, Texas. So we stayed at the Embassy Suites because it was like six minutes from the area. So yeah. Yeah, me and me and fucking Jaeger out here talking to fucking Savia and shit. And we're all talking through the fucking hallways. Uh-huh. People are like, people coming through the hallways with fucking trying to get ice and kept asking us if we're rappers and shit. It was like, it, you know what? It was almost like everywhere we go, people were like, are y'all rappers or something? Yeah. Or like, Especially, it yeah. was, a, uh, I noticed it happened in the small towns. We would pop, we would stop through a small town to get yeah. gas and grab some snacks and you know, we we dress how we dress, but of course, like we're nothing like people in these small towns, you know, and so they're like, oh "My God, are you guys famous?" <laughs> <laughs> they just see people like us on the fucking YouTube, man. We're like, "Fucking Jaeger wants to go, yeah," and I'm like, "Fuck it, tell them we're famous, let's do it." But yeah, no, um, no, I took Savia for the first time, and Savia has done like a few tours before, um. But, like, I took him on the Nihilus tour uh, yeah. after I put that record out. I actually did the tour months later. I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, maybe I should do a tour for the record. And um, and then Ryan told me, he's like, hey, man, Saver really wants to, like, tour. And he's just like, so if you need an opener or something like that, hit him up. And I did. And me and Saver really didn't know each other at the time. Uh, we knew, I mean, we were, comf- I mean, like, you know, we were cool and all that kind of stuff. Me and him just... Um, met which like i said when i interview him i'll, I'll probably put in more because like he uh uh you know he heard a couple tracks i put out and he just kind of saw what kind of momentum i was kind of building up and then so so he kind of connects so me and him kind of connected you know you know as far as like on a business tip yeah and then uh when when we tour got to know each other we just became like really good friends and then but when i took him on the nihilist tour he did one show at lot six and I came out and then and then me and him just we were outside lot six just bullshitting about it, getting all hyped. But uh I remember the first date the first date was Oklahoma City. And uh that's kinda like when we really clicked and I realized like how much fun Savior is. And um for anyone who doesn't know Savior Worldwide, I'm gonna interview him so you'll get so for those of you who are listening don't yeah, like, who the pre- fuck is Savior? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, but no, he did this thing where he he kicks, he he gets real like when he gets hyped, especially in the crowd was good, and because it was a Wednesday night and the play and we had forty people in a small bar, right? And we made really good money that night. I was really excited about it. Shout out to the Hilo Club, but um, he 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 like I don't know what he did, but he he lost his shoe. His shoe went flying in the air. And I have it on video. Like, we use that. We use that for, like, a promo video. It was really... I don't know if you can tell. I just... I was there. He was there. So, if you were there, you remember it. But, uh, yeah, I did that. And then um, then we went... And then Fort Smith, Arkansas, I think, was the next date. And Savior was just on one that night. He was cracking me up every five minutes. Like, you know? So, um, so yeah, it's just, like, me and him really connected. And so, that's why I kind of continued to put him on. And then, you know... Um, you know, and he was able to help, you know, set up the rooms and stuff like that. So we got a place to crash, but yeah, man, he's, a, you know, and uh, I remember when he went to New York, uh, he was singing like P Diddy songs. We were, uh, <laughs> we were in Brooklyn. He would, no, he was, he was, we were in Brooklyn doing a photo shoot the night before the show. And, um, 
And so he was just, you know, I mean, he was just like rapping like Biggie Small songs and Jay Z stuff. Oh, yeah. Then he got into P Diddy, and he just, he was just on one. It was so funny. He was so hyped up about it, and um, yeah, man, just like yeah, he, when Savior's in the right energy. <laughs> yeah, you know he's what I mean? fun. Yeah. Yeah, me and Sylvia went out a few times, man. He's he's fucking hilarious. It's fun. Well, he performed uh, at my birthday bash too. That's right. Um, all right, I guess it's time for me to wrap it up. So what I do at the end of the of each episode is, you know, uh, you know, end the episode with a song. So uh, I mean, I guess we're gonna end with enjoy. Okay. If you um, want to end with enjoy. Yeah, it's your most popular song, so why not? So, um, okay, any um, any uh, final things you want to tell people where to find you on social media? Yeah, you look me up on any social media at I-Y-O-U-G-E-N-E or my website, BradleyEugene.com, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-Y-O-U-G-E-N-E.com. Also, except for my YouTube, it's YouTube.com slash YoungGene918. So look me up, follow me on all your social medias, all your streaming services. I got a new song dropping on the 5th of every month, so fuck with me. You're about to check out. Enjoy. All right. All right. This has been Had Enough's Hip Hop Hour, Episode 1 with Bradley Eugene. Here's Enjoy. You know I like to fuck, right? That's something I enjoy. I like to fuck, yeah It's something I enjoy Baby, bring out them toys And I'll bring out your voice When I thrust, yeah I see that you enjoy Pussy moist, gripping on my dick And overtime like I'm employed Fuck, yeah It's something I enjoy Baby, bring out them toys And I'll bring out your voice When I thrust, yeah I enjoy your company Pussy moist is dripping wet I bet that's why you fuck with me I'm a freak, I love to eat, I'll even suck your toes, bite your booty meat That pussy dripping, it tastes so sweet when you come on my tongue licking up ice cream My favorite flavor of ice cream, my baby, baby, my bad bitch You got a man, but this is you and me, cause he can't do what we get into And you arch that back like a tiger, ooh, kissing up and down them thighs I'ma hit it right, I'ma hit it like you my wife That pussy tight, that pussy grip, even though you're wet that shit We don't want this night to end, I'll suck your titties, I'll Bite your nipples, I'll smack that ass, I'll pull your hair, I'll choke your heart till you shiver. You know how you like it, just how I like it. So call me your baby and I'll deliver. I'm on one when you're on me. In reverse, popping them booty cheeks. Playing dumb, but you ain't fooling me. Rule play, baby, two to me. Ooh, yeah. You can tell this ain't new to me I'm stroking deep in your ovaries Pushing me back cause I'm digging too deep So I lick my finger then touch your clit You start to moan, I rearrange my shit Take off your shirt, take off your pants Caress your hips up to your I like rest. to fuck, yeah It's something I enjoy Baby, bring out them toys And I'll bring out your voice when I thrust yeah, I see that you enjoy Pussy moist, gripping on my dick And overtime like I'm employed Fuck yeah, it's something I enjoy Baby, bring out them toys And I'll bring out your voice when I thrust Yeah, I enjoy your company Pussy moist is dripping wet I bet that's why you fuck with me 
pop rocks when you suck my dick Or against the wall, your arms around my neck Like my earlobe, I love that shit Lap dancing, pink satin panties With the red ones that are super sexy Ride me like you work the pole Of the face you make when I fuck you slow Switch positions with the dick inside When I nut, I stare in your eyes Booty rubs to set the vibe And you push it back on my belt line Make it hard for me to act right Vibrate your clit while I'm stroking Finger in your booty, pussy open Pretty pussy rolls golden I can't lie, you're the best I've had I feel like we're in a porno mag Make a movie and watch recaps Come shot on them pretty titties Oh yeah, baby, shake that ass You work it, work it like a pro does I know it's cause you're a pro at love Couple rounds before the club We fucking calls from y'all's bathrooms and closets At your parents, see your pussy printing I'm staring, fat pussy lips I French kiss them, I get impulsive So tempted, I get aroused When you speak to me, I'm a freak You want equally, make my toes curl when you rub my balls, lick my shaft and make it I like tall. to fuck, yeah, it's something I enjoy Baby, bring out them toys, and I'll bring out your voice When I thrust, yeah, I see that you enjoy Pussy moist, gripping on my dick And over time like I'm employed Fuck, yeah, it's something I enjoy Baby, bring out them toys, and I'll bring out your voice When I thrust, yeah I enjoy your company, pussy moist is dripping wet, I bet that's why you fuck with me.